Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife featuring me, Sexy Soccer Mom, and Hot Soccer Zaddy. Last week we established that um, I'm a little bit greedy, a little selfish, a little narcissistic, so I'm going to attempt to shed that image and turn the tables, or I guess turn the mic over, and make this episode all about Hot Soccer Zaddy and the husband's perspective on the whole hot wife situation. So I want to ask you a couple questions, babe, and get your opinions and thoughts and feelings about all of this. Okay, so she approached me with this idea a couple days ago, and I was like, all right, I'm in. Uh, To be honest with you, I'm pretty fucking nervous right now. (laughs) Why? I am. I'm nervous because I have zero idea what questions you have already. Like what you're going to ask. I have no clue. We haven't rehearsed anything. She hasn't let, like, literally she approached me with this idea the other day. And we haven't spoke about it really until right now. I like that you're nervous. Now you know how I feel before every date. (laughs) Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm usually the one doing most of the talking. And let's face it, 99% of our relationship is all about me. So let's make it all about you this time. And... Let's find out kind of more your perspective on things. And there's some things we've already talked about and that you and I have talked about just as a couple, but there's stuff that like we haven't even talked about yet that I'm curious about. All right. Wish me luck, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we go. So let's take it back to the beginning. So we talked about in the first episode how we've always had a really great sex life and you had this dream of seeing me with another man, which is what prompted you to have this discussion of hot wifing with me. But something I've never asked you and I'm wondering is, what were you thinking when you even approached me with this? Did you think I was just going to shut you down? Like, did you think it would ever come to fruition? Was it just a pipe dream? Like, what was going through your head? I think I was, well, I, I don't think, I know I was nervous to ask because it's like, or not ask, but tell you basically like, hey, my this is my fucking dream, right? I was super horny, and I'm like, fuck it. What is she going <laughs> to tell me? No? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Whatever. No. Or like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, your reaction would have been your reaction no matter what. And it was just more nerves than anything. Did any part of you think I would get upset that you asked me this? I didn't really... No, period. Like, I didn't have any expectations on whatever that answer might be, you know? And I wasn't even 100% sure I wanted it myself, Yeah. you know? Because we talked about that. Like, even when we were there uh, at the first date in the bar and stuff like that, like, hell yeah, I was nervous. I was nervous when we walked in. And it was like, I don't know how I'm going to react to this first time seeing it. And until then, like, I didn't know that it was something I was like, oh, yeah, I'm for sure in, you know. So it was never anything that if you said no or got mad at me or whatever, it never happened that I needed. But it was one of those things like, hey, I had this freaking dream and I'm super turned on by it right now. You just had to shoot your shot and try it. (laughs) And then just knowing like, well, I know you're comfortable in front of a camera and those sorts of things. Like, we've kind of already broken that. You know, 
we've already talked about threesomes in the past, although we haven't with a guy mm-hmm. or two guys or whatever. It's always been another another female. But I think I might actually be able to wrap my mind around this concept and I kind of want to check it out. Okay, so I went back and forth for weeks on it. Did you think that it was going to happen? And then once even a date was set, did you think I was going to back out last minute? I was all over the place on whether or not I thought it would happen. There'd be times where I was like, okay, her reaction is kind of telling me, you know, like she might be into it. Other times, no, I'm going to stop talking about this. Like, I don't even want to put any pressure on you at all. And I might even pull it all off the table from based on how you're reacting. So then I was like, all right, nope, we're not doing it. It was a fucking roller coaster. It fucking was for sure. Yeah. I am not an easy person. I admit it. Yeah. But hey, this isn't like, I mean, I don't want to say it's not a normal thing because I think it's a lot normal than a lot of people might think. But yeah, like how do you ask that question? Or what what kind of answer would you expect to get? To be honest, you know? I didn't know if I was going to back out once we were yeah. there. The thought definitely crossed my mind when I thought that everyone in that hotel knew I was there to have sex. I was well, and about I to thought, run. I thought the same thing, too, leading up to it. Because all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's figure this out. And when we had a date set, it's like, holy shit, we actually have a person committed to do this. And... Now it's that became a real moment too. So I think there's just a bunch of like benchmarks on mm-hmm. getting there and not just, and, and at any moment you can go just, okay, I'm, I think I'm pulling back from this a little bit. I don't, I don't like how this is going or whatever. Um, or you work through it. It obviously was never that it was like, okay, uh, that was pretty fucking hot. We set a date. Holy shit. This is really going to happen. This oh, Okay. Let's go all the way to when we show up. All right. I guess we're here. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I don't, I didn't really have too many expectations one way or another. It was more along for the ride and experience. And it's been awesome. All right. So uh, my next question, we get a lot of comments um, from guys who's, wives they really want their wives to get interested in it or they want to approach their wives about it and we've kind of talked about this before and i guess my question is i'm sure some of the wives are apprehensive about it because it's their image right and and you're my husband and those are their husbands and we're moms and we feel like we're supposed to be one way and we're not allowed to do certain things So I want you to appease to the women out there. Has there ever been a time where you're like, I can't believe my wife did that or the mother of my children. How do you feel seeing me do all this stuff? I think it's um, so, okay. Just right off the bat to answer your question. Ordinarily, no, there have never been any of those thoughts like, oh my gosh, my wife, the mother of my children, you know, this I'm not going to even say innocent person, (laughs) but um, no, I don't ever think that at all. Unless it's like, 
a turn on kind of thing. It's really weird to to explain. Oh, like you like to think about it like, oh, oh yeah, like, look at oh, that slut. Look at that dirty okay. fucking, yeah, taking those two cocks or whatever. Like, damn, look at that. I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and so like it would be, that's the only, but it's never in like a degrading it's like playing into the fetish part, the fantasy part of it. Absolutely. Okay. And yeah, it's never has been like a, oh, that's my wife. Like, that's my dirty fucking hoe wife kind of thing. It's never been like that. That's good. I mean, yeah, I'm the one who put you up to all this anyway. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the show. Okay. It's next, been a fun ride. Next question. What's your favorite? time of my hot wifing adventures what's been like your number one that that's a tough one you know i don't i can't i can't say that i really have a number one because they all bring something different than the next even with the same person the first one certain parts of that or my number one, just because it was your first one and you got off in like three minutes, you know, and, and just those sorts of things where they just can't be duplicated. Um, and I don't think that experience can ever be duplicated just being, that was the first one period. Um, there are other firsts and those are all like kind of cool in their own way. Like, holy shit, we can mark that off the box. Oh, we just increased our spicy level. Oh, yeah, 94. (laughs) You know? And so it's stuff like that. Like, just other things like we have never done individually or as a couple that we're like, all right, hey, we've done that. That was a cool experience. Or no, it wasn't. And and each one of those has, I've grown from it. I think we've grown from it. And those are number ones. You know, some of them are just downright like fucking dirty. Going back to the first question, you know, oh, there's my whole wife right there. I'm a bad bitch. You know, they just bring different vibes to them every time. You going out on your own, that like brings another whole vibe than if I'm there. Um, and they're all, it's, it's just, they're all awesome. Is there anything specific you like to see the most? Like positions or things that I do or have you noticed things where you're like oh hell yeah so that's a lot like the last answer I think it's all kind of the the mood really like they're like what are you dressed in like sometimes you'll be wearing all black leather and like have that more like dominatrix kind of look to you that brings a new a new vibe as opposed to wearing like a little baby doll or something that's a little more cute and gentle and stuff so again, it's like, what am I into? <laughs> it's, it's all pretty damn good. Um, the last one with your regular, when you went over there and this was his reclaiming, it was more passionate and that brought a whole new element to it as opposed to the time before that, where it was two of them on you. And it was like a, a dirty fuck session, you know, and that was fucking awesome. So they're all, they're all just, what's the mood? They all kind of approach it, or not approach it, but they all bring like, you know, a different spice to it. Okay, so speaking of me going out on my own, what's going through your head when I do go by myself and you don't know what's going on and you have to wait to watch videos? What is, what are you thinking? 
I look at the clock a lot and, oh, hey, it's 8.10. And so I'll mentally like remember 8.10 and I'll think about what the fuck you're doing. Because you usually always text me like, okay, hey, I'm here or whatever. And so I know. Except last time you didn't even know I was there. Yeah, last time you you just showed up. I just got a text and that was fucking hot. But ordinarily I would know. And so it's a timing game at that point. I'm like, well, hey, he's been there for 10 minutes. Like he's been there for 20 minutes. Oh, she's definitely getting fucked right now. Like, but I always wonder what you're doing. And I think I just imagine things in my mind. Sometimes I don't, I have no idea what you're even going to wear. I look at the clock and I go, I wonder what she's doing right now. And it's a torture in a way that's just like, oh my God, I can't, I, I can't hear. I know she's doing something, but I have no fucking clue what it is. Is it hard to dad when I'm gone when that's all you're thinking about? Um, it, yes and no. They do provide a distraction and there, there are plenty of distractions. Like I'm out running an errand or I took them to wherever, you know, um, or I'm out throwing the ball with him. You know, whatever it is, it's a distraction. I'm not thinking about it then. So it does pull me away. But if I'm not involved directly with what they're doing, if they're doing homework or just watching TV or relaxing or playing with their toys or whatever, then my mind is 100% there all the time. That's all I'm thinking about. And I constantly check my phone. I'm like, am I going to get a text message? Like, what are they doing? Am I going to get a screenshot? It's almost like an anxious energy, but like an excited anxious, not... Not absolutely like a bad anxious. yes it's very yeah absolutely yeah there's a lot of anxiety but it's like it's like a positive it's like a rush yeah there's definitely like an adrenaline rush and i can feel my heartbeat like increasing and stuff like that and like it's there's definitely something to it okay so what's what's the best part is it the build-up to a session or a date that you know that's coming is it actually watching me on the date or watching the video of the date or is it that afterwards when you're like, oh, that's my wife. Like, what's the the best part of this whole thing? So there's no best. That's the thing, because the buildup is so awesome. It, it just amplifies everything. And so the buildup, the buildup, the unknown, but the knowing you're doing something. And then when you get home, a lot of the times there's like, you definitely have like a like an after sex glow and then you always hand me your phone right when you walk in because that's usually what we're recording on um i know i don't even wait anymore i just hand it right to you yeah you basically just walk through the door you don't even say anything you're like boom here's the phone and you got a glow about you that's super hot i noticed lately you don't like to well not even that you don't like to look at the phone right away but you hold off a minute and you ask me what happened. You're like, okay, give me the play-by-play first. Like you like to hear it from me. Yeah, but this is something too that I've kind of learned that I like because the first time I wanted to see the video right away and you do, you've done it a lot. I think that that initial like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not thing or whatever, that's long gone. It's like, okay, once I'm comfortable, and I am obviously, shoot, you told me today, hey, uh, we're, we're trying to work something out tomorrow. Bye, go have fun. This is going to be great because I know I'm going to be a freaking benefit of all of this. And just the thing again, like you're going out and I know you're going to have a good time. So there's going to be build up for me tomorrow. And I know you're going to come home with this freaking amazing video. But I do want to hear it from you first because like, I won't tell me about it. And I can imagine it in my head. And then I see it. 
And sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. <laughs> Whatever images were in my head. Oh gosh, yeah, that's got to be awesome. It's like, what did you think was happening? And then once you see it, like what actually happened? Yeah, and all of it, every part of it is like a turn on. That's got to be a trip. And, and, then, and then afterwards we have sex. Mm-hmm. Usually. And like that's depending on how hard you get fucked. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, yeah, sometimes you're like, sorry, you're gonna have to watch a video and take care of business tonight yeah, on like, your own. I'll handle you up tomorrow. But yeah, but anyway, the next, you know, the reclaiming, so to speak, that's always awesome. Like always, just fucking incredible. There's definitely reconnection in the sex, in my, you know, how I feel. Yeah, definitely. It always feels like reconnecting. It's we feel super close. With that said, though, like you had mentioned with my regular, like we joked that he was reclaiming last time after our, our threesome and it was, it was a little bit different than normal. Um, a little bit slower, little like, yeah, I guess passionate's a good word for it. Does that, I guess that's still a part for me, even after a year, even after I know how comfortable you are, something that I always worry about is like, is it too much? Like, is there a line when it comes to like, Hey, that's too intimate. That's too close. Does that ever bug you if it looks too passionate or too um, too much like sex and not like fucking? Oh, I know what you're sense. talking about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like there might be an emotional connection of some sort. Yeah, and there never like is. But um, no, it doesn't bother me at all. And because I look at that as being like. Okay, so you you and your regular, right? Of course, there is a relationship that has been established, right? I mean, you guys, <laughs> you guys chat all the time, and it says you guys are buddies. Yeah, we are. You know, and and then you know you bend over for him, and he takes advantage of it frequently. So, um, of course, there's going to be some level of emotion, you know. Are you guys falling in love and going to run away and fucking, you know, <laughs> run off into the sunset and shit like that? No, I'm not worried about that at all. And oh, God. So that's never, never been an issue. I couldn't. You don't even know, like, how to clip the kids' nails. No, you're absolutely right. I can't right. ever I, leave. I would, yeah, those kids would be so fucked. People, that is how psychotic I am. Like, sometimes this is the stuff I think about. I'm like, oh, my God. If something ever happened to me, you would never cut their nails. And you're like, you're a fucking crazy bitch. Well, it's not even cutting nails. No, I could cut their nails. I'd figure it out. But I would have no idea where they're supposed to be or when. Do you even know like who their <clears throat> or dentist my, or is? Or myself. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to look through emails. I know who their doctor is. What time does school start? No clue. <laughs> I never drop them off. You always do. Yeah. No idea. I could never leave because our poor yeah. children. I don't know what time they're supposed to get picked up. Our poor up. children and you, like you said, like I don't you even would be know where lost I'm supposed without to be. me. Yeah, I would. So so because of that reason and that reason only, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> Things would just go to hell here. I like it though. I like, you know, I mean like this this last time, yeah, there was it was definitely more passionate. You guys are making out a lot more and stuff like that. But for me, I know how much you enjoy making out mm -hmm. and how in the moment that turns you on a ton and just like it melts you. And so I look at that as going, yeah, fucking do it. Go, go explore it and enjoy it and have fun. 
it's another turn on for me. It's just you're having sex a different way and it's fucking hot. Has there ever been a time where you've been uncomfortable in a situation? And I, I know of one time, so I don't know if that's the one you're going to say, but I've only, I can only think of one that I know of. With a couple? No, I mean that too, I guess. We could talk about that um, when we were at the bar. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, that would so, probably be the only one. So what? So basically what happened is we met um, one of our regulars at a bar. Um, and across the street from the bar was a hotel. And so the plan was we were going to go to the bar, have a couple drinks, and then walk back to the hotel and have some fun. And this is the first time we'd been out in public with anyone else. And so it was me, it was you and him, so us three. And the plan was I was going to play, and I did, and, you know, everything worked out fine. But we had a couple drinks there. There was some kind of playing between you and him, you know, at the table, um, which I was totally fine with. It was was a good time. Uh, I stuck the camera underneath the table and uh, kind of filmed some of that. But on the way back, on the walk back to the hotel, it was like you guys were on your own. And so I was like playing third wheel. Um, so that was kind of uncomfortable. And then at one point you guys stopped and you were making out there and was like, okay, so do I just stand here and watch, which is fucking weird. Um, do I, do I just keep walking? And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. Do I join in? And now it's really weird. Like, you know, so I was, I was more, I wasn't upset about it. Like, go do your thing. Like (laughs) I have at it, but it was just a weird thing for me of not really knowing it's like, where, what do I do with my hands? You know, what do I do with my hands when the camera's on uh, Ricky Bobby? Yeah. And I think I felt weird too. Even I told you, cause you were like full on having a conversation with us. Like yeah. we were all talking and then all of a sudden he grabbed me and started making out and you were still talking. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you turned around and you're like, seriously guys. And I think that's when I realized too. And, and we both kind of did that. The public thing is fun, but only if. It's like a couple situation where we both have somebody to play with because otherwise someone's the third wheel. And the couple situation that we did have, we were in public and that was fine. Yeah. Like there was none of that awkwardness at all, you know, because we were both occupied. So yeah, I would say that that's probably the the biggest thing that, and and really that was an easy conversation. It was a non-issue. And that was just a learning thing for for us. Yeah. It wasn't anything that was you know, wrong or malicious or uh, whatever. But nothing in the bedroom that's like made you uncomfortable. No, no. Um, You know, I think the only thing that would make me uncomfortable is like the the degrading nature of like a cuck kind of thing. And that's not, that's not me at all. (laughs) That that whole thing. I mean, I, some people are super into it and I don't hate on it. I just could not imagine like someone like talking shit to you like, oh yeah fucking bitch you like fuck your wife like you would be like get out yeah absolutely i mean i would start laughing first because <laughs> yeah, we would like, who the laugh. fuck is this guy but yeah i don't think it would end very well okay so you know i get a lot of questions on whether or not i'm a a dick-sized snob because my regular is is very uh blessed and Lately, I was with BBC, and so everyone's like, oh, yeah, you only like big cocks now. Do you prefer to see me with big cocks? Do you have a preference? 
I do. I didn't think I did, but I do. And I would guess there's people that probably would compare, you know, like, or have like dick envy or something like that. But you've been with people that are smaller than me and bigger than me. And it doesn't really like for the, for the dick envy or what the fuck am I trying to say? Yeah, that's it. Dick envy. I've never, (laughs) I could care less. That fucking doesn't bother me at all. Are you in awe of them? I'm not. Well, I think I'm more shocked than anything. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I think the first thing that I think of, because the first one we had, he he was he had a big dick. And then your regular, the BBC you just took, those, were, those have all been big. And so I think the first time, like, you guys are together, and I see that come out, and I'm just like, I almost giggle inside and go, I don't know how the fuck that's going to fit. It always does, ladies and, and gentlemen. And it always does. Like the first time, I was like, "Oh boy, I don't know how she's going to handle that." And then the second guy was bigger, and then now this BBC was the biggest that you've taken. Well, I don't know how you're going to do that, and you took it, and then some. Mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> no, she didn't. I'm not a quitter. So, uh, but I but I like seeing it because you tend to make different noises. You tend to react a little bit differently. And I don't know, I just think the whole, like, yeah, you're just getting smashed by this big dick. I don't know what it is about it. So you're more of a size snob than me. I'm probably more of a size <laughs> snob than you. Babe, I like those big dicks. What can I say, all right? Yes, you do. Okay, is there anything that you would like to see me do that you have not seen yet? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Yes, there is. And it's nothing really specific, though. But it's like every new thing that we come across, I'm like, I want to try that. The rope stuff. We looked at that and we're like, I want to try it. So initially, neither one of us were like, hey, we want to do a male, female, male with two other guys. It was always kind of thought of like I would be the third guy or the second guy. And we've done that. And then, hey, I'm cool with just watching and watching two guys with you. And so I think every time we do something, it may open something else open, you know, and we might have interest in that or something like that. I just like trying everything, you know, so all the stuff we haven't tried outside of the, the, uh, dominatrix. Stuff. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I'm not, you Sado know, masochist yeah, stuff. we already know that we're not really into that. No, and so that's not anything. My spicy level. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, it would increase your spicy <laughs> level big time, but neither one of that, like the, or one of us are, have really expressed any interest in any of that. So it's not anything that I... I think I would know what I would like or know what I kind of want to try. Is there anything that you thought you would love that you were like, eh? Uh, I think me physically was a DP. Okay. It'd be, it was something I wanted to try. And I would do again. I would watch again. But... I think from a feeling, from a sensation standpoint, it wasn't anything. It's, it's kind of like anal to me. Like anal, I think, you know, and I know there are people out there that are like, oh, fuck, it is the best thing ever. For me, it's not. And it's not all the work and all the prep and everything else that goes with it. It just, it does it feel good. Hell yeah, it does. But I don't think it feels as good. But I think it's a novelty for me. And every now and then I'm like, yeah, I want to, yeah, I want to fuck you in the ass, babe. I think the DP too, like people don't, don't understand like 
how close you have to get to the other male. Like it's there a weird is, situation. There is 100% contact. Yeah. And you just got to be cool with it. And like, I understand this isn't, you know, incidental contact. Even me being in the middle, I'm like, whoa, they are insanely close. <laughs> yeah, there was incidental contact. But do you like watching it? I do. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. I, I think that's, this is the theme. Like anything here beyond is like, fuck it, let's try it. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Give it a shot, whatever. If we don't like it, we don't like it. Yeah. So we've we've only been with one other couple, and I know we're both open to doing another couple and trying it. A lot of comments we get is like, oh, is your husband allowed to play? So talk to me about the couple experience and the time you did play with someone else. Was that better than just watching? And obviously it's different, but how did you feel about that situation? I had fun. It was an experience that we hadn't had before, that I hadn't had before. And, you know, so that was my first time with anyone outside of you since we've been married and or since we've been together. So a lot of nerves. It was, again, like that unknown, like, okay, well, how am I going to react? How are you going to react? This is all so new. It's almost like a step-by-step, like, okay, checking in. Like, how are you doing? Okay, how am I doing? You know, and I think that takes away from being able to enjoy it. It is what it is. Like, I had fun. Um, I had fun watching you and her together. For me, it was, again, just a novelty. And, like, she was fun. Uh, would I do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. But it's not anything that I really want. It's not, like, I'd rather watch you, I think. Yeah, I'm open. I definitely want to try it again. I'd be open to it. I didn't know how I was going to react either. Because I was like, I'm either going to be okay with this or like, I'm going to freak out that he's touching another woman and I might get in a fight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. Everyone's still okay. It worked out. Okay, so I give advice, you know, to men kind of how to communicate with their wives and maybe how they should approach it. What would be your advice to two men who want to get their wives into it, who for wives who are feeling a little bit apprehensive about it? As the husband, what do you say? I would say don't take anything I say as advice. And that should probably be a generalized practice throughout this whole show. Yeah. Like we are not our, experts. Our situation is probably gonna be different than everyone else's at some level. And you know, just understand that what worked for us might not work for you. And like, <laughs> don't fucking listen to us. All right. I'm telling you that right now. Um, I take no responsibility for any of your actions as a result of listening to this podcast. Disclaimer. Yeah. Um, what would I say? My first thing would be really just think about what you're about to ask your wife to do or your significant other. And are you ready for it? And maybe have that, you know, communication is the biggest thing. We probably would think that communication is between two people, right? So me and you. You better learn how to communicate with yourself and figure out that voice in your head, you know, like what what am I doing? What am I about to do? Why do I want this? What led up to it? Uh, Is this just you woke up one day and like I want to watch my wife get fucked or did it build up? Um, so make sure it's something you really want. And then 
you got to just communicate. You got to just ask a question or just throw it out there. The bottom line is you guys got to be solid. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that there's no doubt on either side about any intentions, about just the honesty has got to be there. And that for me, like, I think that's the number one piece of advice I can give is you guys better be solid and you both better fucking know it and be able to communicate with each other about anything and not take it personal and not think there's ulterior motives and there better not fucking be ulterior motives because it's all about trust. I remember one time when we were on Snapchat for our very short stint, a guy asked me like, mind you, he was a single guy who like wanted to collab, but we were chatting and he was like, I just don't understand it. I think you're lying to yourself. It is not possible that you can sleep with other people and not build a connection. And I was like, no, it's a hundred percent possible. And he's like, well, I don't think that's possible. I think no matter what, when you sleep with someone, you build a connection, you want more. And I was like, hmm, so you're trying to sleep with me, a married woman, but telling me that like you're going to want more. Next. But I think what I've realized, and maybe it's similar for you, is like when you have a relationship that gives you everything that you need, when you are with someone that you love and your needs are met in everything, you don't need that. It really can just be sex because you're like, I really don't need anything else from you. That's all I want. That's exactly how I felt. And from, from day one, I think even on the first episode, we talked about this. This is all an enhancement. You know, this is... This is just an enhancement to everything. Don't need it. Um, And that's it. Like, we were already fantastic before. We already had amazing sex before. Super connected before. And I'm approaching this as it's something that I'm not doing. And it's something that you're not doing. It's something that we together as a couple uh, are doing together and we're experiencing this together. And for me, that's probably the coolest thing about the whole thing. It's like, I do feel like the togetherness. Yeah, definitely. That's, it's very obvious. It has brought us so much closer. Okay. Last question. So if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that a few weeks ago, Uh, We shared with you that someone kind of figured out who we are and we were dealing with that and trying to decide if, if we were going to continue this or lay low or what that looked like for us. And it was kind of a hell of a couple weeks. And I feel like I'm just starting now to come down from this crazy anxiety about it. How are you feeling about all that? Where's your head at in terms of that? Uh, We both experienced that emotional roller coaster together. And I think we were kind of feeling the same way at the same times also, even if we weren't together. Like if I was at work or you were at work, we were just away. We were kind of both like, we fucking feel good about this today. Or, you know what? Fuck it. Um, we're going to see this through. Like, gosh, we did. We bat- one day we were like, we're going to shut it all down. Yeah. Gotta- that's when stuff started coming off we were hiding some of your accounts and all that kind of stuff yeah we were like we just gotta take a step back and then the next day i'd be like now put all that shit back up we're not fucking running yeah so there was a a roller coaster of just 
doing that stuff and like no we're done okay what does that mean are we done just putting stuff on OnlyFans and having social media and all that stuff or are we done with this whole thing and like the non-monogamy thing is is now a thing of the past that we've we've done we can close that chapter and at times it was that also but we talked through it all and like okay cool let's do this let's develop a plan let's figure this out and I feel better way better now than I ever have Really, and it continues to just get better and better. That's because you think. want me to stay home. <laughs> and I do want you to stay home. So, yeah, you getting fired. It's not that big of a deal to me, so have at it. Um, no, please don't fire me yet. No, not yet. You've gotten a ton of messages and support from a lot of the followers, and that's been pretty cool to see just how many people are out there that are like, no, fuck that. You know, we're not doing anything wrong. So it's nice to have that reminder of like, we're just out having a good time and this shouldn't affect anyone. And if it does, fuck you. Like, yeah, whatever. We're living our own life. We're enjoying ourselves. We are probably way better than they are fucking ever can even imagine. So I don't give a fuck about what you think. It's really, that's what it boils down to. Like, I'm, we are doing us. We are, I know I'm fucking solid with you. And if you guys don't like it, fuck off. Like, that's it. I don't care. Yep. Okay. And I lied because I said that was the last question, but I got to end with this because, you know, it's, it's the number one question everyone wants to know. What's your favorite position seeing me get fucked in? Oh, Damn it, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, I'd have to say doggy style. So just because my ass is up and you're obsessed with my ass? Yeah, that's got to be the one. And yeah, it's got to be doggy style, but it's got to be that position where you are bent at the hips. Arched up. Arched, your back is super arched, like your, your face is planted to the ground, your tits are on the ground. Yeah, like with your ass out basically like come on come fucking take it that's how i like it probably the best and i think a close second might be you standing up but bent over same theme yeah your ass ass out Uh (laughs) come at you ass first yeah he is he's obsessed with my butt he touches it 24 7 okay well anything else you want to add you're interviewing me or asking me I know. How did I do? You were so nervous. Yeah, I'm not nervous anymore. I think I did okay. I am happy I get to practice my interviewing skills because I am so excited to tell you guys that we actually are going to have someone on our podcast next time. So it's not just going to be you and I talking. We actually are going to have another hot wife join us. She goes by Lexi22 or her Twitter handle is at the MILF underscore Lexi22. Um, She's a hot wife. She's been doing it for a little bit longer than me. And she just seems really fucking cool. And I'm excited to talk to her. She just went to... She just got back from Pod Bash, I think you were saying. So she'll explain her experience. Sounds like she's had... Uh, had a good time there and she's got some stories to tell i think we're pretty interested to figure that out oh i can't wait so pod bash is like this giant get together expo about like content creating so you have to be in the lifestyle yeah and i think it's a few days or two days or something like that they got a website and a bunch of information but 
I think they do like hotel takeovers and there's a bunch of these kind of lifestyle events, collabs. Um, Everyone's just fucking. So I'm kind of interested because that might be something we want to go do um, later yeah, on. Yeah, I want to you know talk to her saying. about this. Let's go back to question number four. What do you want to see me do? <laughs> I want to go to one of these fucking places and check it out. And then, you do. We actually have talked about that. You you want to go to like a swinger resort or like a hotel takeover or even just a party. Like we even look like what kind of like lifestyle Halloween parties are happening by us or something because we would love to check out a non-vanilla party and just see the energy and how those things go down. These are all... Cool, fun things. We want to give it a shot and see see what we like. Yeah, so we're excited to talk to her. She seems um, like she's got some experience in those things. I'm always down to learn from someone who's been doing this a little bit longer than me. But okay. I'm excited to talk to her. That's next time. So please don't miss that episode. Thanks for letting me interview, babe. I know I kind of hit you off guard the other day. I was like, you know what I think we should do? I think I'm going to interview you. And you were like, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think really much at all but I, think I gave it's, that answer. It's important to get the husband's perspective because I talk a lot and most of this is about me and my adventures and what I'm thinking. And uh, Hey, just I'm going to whisper something in your ear right now. It's a secret. Adventures of a I know, but it's important to hear the husband's perspective too. I guess you wouldn't be a hot wife if it wasn't for me. Yeah, exactly. And like couples that are getting into it, they want to hear both sides. They want to know what's going through both our heads. They want to know it's not just me whoring out around there without your like consent into it. Oh no, it's definitely consensual. If you get messages like, oh, you're fucking cheating, blah, blah, blah. It's not cheating if I know about it. If he encourages it. Yeah, that too. All right, so please join us next time when we talk to Lexi22. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being a good sport, babe. It was fun to ask you questions and see you squirm a little bit. Um, Thank you to all of our listeners. I think we're up to 24 now. We've doubled our 12. It's looking good. We're excited. Anything else? Yeah, just share it if you like it. I know there's been a couple people that have uh, recommended our podcast to other people, so we appreciate it. It's awesome to see the amount of support we've been getting since this thing's been up shoot, a little over a month, I think now. Something like that. Yeah, and if you want to be on it, you know, just like we're going to have a guest next time. I love people. I love talking to people. I love learning about people. I can't wait to hear her story, how she got into this, what she's doing. So if you are interested in being on our podcast, um, hit us up. DM us through Twitter, through OnlyFans. I think that's how this one came about, just conversation like you should come on the podcast okay and here we are so if you're interested definitely let us know we'd love to talk to you all right so that's all we have today make sure to join us next time you got the husband's perspective today we're gonna hear from another hot wife on our next episode thanks for listening and as always keep fucking (laughs) 